0: Praise the Lord, my lords, the mightiest, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Well, our uh, blessed people, what an awesome time! What a historic time that has struck the Church of Christ globally, and especially the landscape of the church, the Bible landscape in Kenya. And we see that at this hour, the Lord has exploded out the revival. The revival of the end time has broken out, and is totally unstoppable at this hour as we speak. And so the reason I come to you, blessed people, at this hour is to receive this very blessed uh, bishop, senior bishop and overseer that has crossed over a very, very tremendous situation in his life when he said and testified and said he has seen light. He was blind, but he has seen light. It has touched people globally. We are seeing a lot of writing going on. People are writing on social media, emails and everywhere. And uh, this is a beautiful time of restoration in the church. And this goes a long way also to uh, express, illustrate the mercies of our God. That our God did not intend that anybody go to hell, that all people may find their bearing, their proper direction, their proper stance and countenance before the Lord, that they may see the glorious eternal kingdom of Jehovah prepared in heaven, the kingdom that I've seen the church enter into. Senior Bishop Emmanuel Ken Otieno Emmanuel Ken Otieno to the glorious ministry of repentance and holiness, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And I receive you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I would like to declare here that you're going to come in and you're going to walk with us. The Lord is going to mold you. He is going to give you the doctrine of repentance and holiness. The doctrine of zero tolerance to sin. And as you have heard, you must have heard the mission and the vision of this visitation of the Lord going on on the earth is that the Messiah is coming. The vision is that the Messiah is coming. And the Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah. This is the voice, the only voice, that the Lord is using now on the earth to announce the coming of the Messiah. And the mission, therefore, is that the church has fallen. The church is in apostasy. And this was prophesied in the Bible. This is not new. Everybody expected that an hour would come when the Lord would call the church back home, the church back to righteousness, back to the ways of the Lord, back to holiness, without which nobody will see the Lord. And that's why, as I welcome you here today, I would like to state here very clearly that we are going to receive in the same rank. We're going to receive in the same rank as bishop, as a senior bishop in this ministry. And then you are going to oversee, you are going to be an overseer of a battery of churches within the jurisdiction that will be assigned you by the National Council and College of Bishops that govern the affairs of all the different altars and different presiding bishops in this land. Now, the Bible says, I'm reading for you this scripture deliberately. The Bible says, even as I saw you come in the night, I want to make you understand that I saw all this in the night. The Lord was showing me how you are coming. It was bad. I have so much detail about the place where you are coming from, and how you came from that place. The the detail I I will not share on radio radio here live, but when I get a chance to meet you, then I'll be able to give you the finer details of the merry place, merry place that was slippery and all that detail, and the merriness is coming from what I cannot share here. Before you came out... And eventually, you came and I saw the Lord present the two prophets receiving you. The book of Isaiah chapter 54, he says the following. In King James, he says, Sing, all barren, thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, Thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord of hosts. He says to you, uh, senior bishop Emmanuel Ken of verse two, and like the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Fear not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left and thy feet shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. And then it says that you fear not for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou, be, be thou confounded. For thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more, any longer. And this is the NIV. The female married woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy, you who never in labor, you who were never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her, of her who has a heart that saved the Lord Almighty. He says, to enlighten the place of your tent, the message unto you, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back. Lengthen your cord, strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your defenders will dispose the nations, they will possess the nations. There he says, Gentiles, dear nations. And say so in their desolate cities. Verse 4, says, do not be afraid. In other words, fear not. For you will not suffer shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth. And remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. And in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, First Chronicles chapter 4, blessed people, I'm reading all this to this very precious bishop that has crossed over today, 52 churches under his belt, and decided to cross over on this day. He says the following, blessed people, he says, uh, the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, I'm reading for you a uh, blessed senior bishop. Senior Bishop Emmanuel Ken Otieno, the book of First Chronicles. He says the following. Chapter four, verse ten. First Chronicles four ten, this is what the Lord says unto you. Again, 1 Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 10. And he says, the book of 1 Chronicles 4, it says the following. Jabez cried out unto the Lord, the God of Israel, the Lord of hosts, Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. And let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. And then when you read on, blessed people, Book of Isaiah, chapter 6. As he commissions Isaiah, and then Isaiah cries out, because of the nature of the commissioning, he cries out, "Say, O Lord, the great God of Israel, for how long, my Lord, that they will be in this state, never hearing, their hearts never perceiving. Isaiah cried out, for how long, O Lord, And they say, like when the tree, the stump of a tree, the trevorant tree, when the stump of the tree appears to be down and then begins to sprout. So this is the beautiful revival that the Lord has brought to the church, that everybody has an opportunity at this hour to flourish again, to sprout again, to pursue righteousness, and that your road may sprout again. Like Aaron's parted road. That revival, the revival of the glorious kingdom of God may come to you again. When all hope seems to have been lost, then all of a sudden the Lord remembers the desolate. And so there is big hope today. Senior Bishop Emmanuel Ken of Chieno, by crossing over, speaks the Lord. Speaks to so many, so many who are crossing. Today the senior Archbishop, ...wanted to come on here to celebrate the big church that crossed over in Transmara. The big church, when they all gathered and they called the Bishop David and said, Please, we are gathered here. Come shepherd us. Come show us the way. And there was a big celebration here at the head offices just a day before yesterday, on Wednesday... There was a big, big, big delegation that came here, including the county government, the senior leaders, senior doctors, they came all total with their cripples, including the hydrocephaly that was so big, so huge, outweighed the body and the head used to, the body used to, to decant, to decant forward, could never walk, could never sit well, used to collapse, could not balance, even sitting walking here. There was a big celebration when they walked in here, with creepers, walking, the blind, and then the, the, the huge hydrocephalus head has now reduced to normal size. It's a wonder. That is what the senior archbishop wanted to bring you today when we were overtaken by A few. And the Lord of the harvest is now bringing the workers. And so I receive in the mighty name of Jesus. And I bless you. I bless your ministry. Here I rebuke sin, says the Lord. I rebuke sexual sin in the church. I rebuke apostasy in the church. I rebuke the lack of the fear of God in the church. The reason the Lord sent us To the church was to restore righteousness and restore holiness, the righteousness of God into the church. What do you read in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8 to 10? The holiness without which nobody will see the Lord. The Lord sent us to restore in the church. I rebuke sin openly, without fear or favor, with the praise of heaven. Wherever I go, with the glory of Which man, which man shall I wait for his approval now? And that's why I rebuke sin, as you have known, and you will see. I rebuke sin openly, and that is the demonstration of love, God's love to the church. That one may appear and stop the church from going another direction, another destination, destiny. And pull her back and give her the bearing towards the glorious eternal kingdom of heaven. And that the one that does that is walking with the cloud of God, openly in the broad daylight, in public space, in the public space. So I rebuke sexual sin in the church. I rebuke the apostles in the church. I rebuke the false prophets in the church. I rebuke the false apostles in the church. I rebuke the nudity, the immorality. I rebuke the politicians coming into the church all the time and standing at the pulpit and doing Says call meaning he has taken up residence inside the house of the Lord, the church of Christ. So senior Bishop Emmanuel Kenot you chino know, I have never received here by Naro County. And now he was paralyzed when he came to me. He was totally off. The hospital gave up on him. He could not speak. One side was dead. One eye had fallen. He was he was struck with a stroke. When he met me at Rurimu, and I told him, immediately I walked into Rurimu Stadium, the power of God struck him. He was a senior, senior overseer in the Pentecostal families of God. P-A-G. He was here yesterday before yesterday, celebrating the healing of God. And I say, you'll speak. Now he's speaking. The Lord has restored him completely. He's standing here now in the church in Narok. So many across, very senior overseers, senior bishops, but I've never received them the way I have received Senior Bishop Emmanuel Ken live on radio. your cord and establish your stakes of the tent the stakes of your of your tent so you are most welcome my son with your family and I bless you indeed in the mighty name of Jesus and in finishing I just want to make a commentary here we have received an avalanche of emails and social media flowing from Nigerians across the world ever since I came on air today in the morning to rebuke the apostasy of the church in Nigeria. We have been over flooded here by emails from Nigeria, and they seem very senior pastors asking, Please forgive the church in Nigeria. If you don't forgive the church in Nigeria, we are, ge- we are headed to hell. They seem very senior, some of them in Nigeria, some of them across the world. We've never seen like this, across the world also. Saying, Please combat the judgment, the justice of God. To mercy. And many senior ones who seem senior pastors, it looks like they're very senior pastors, they're writing and saying, The repentance of Nigeria is an obvious fact. It's overdue. It's not questionable. And they're saying, All that they need to do is organize themselves and begin repentance. I would say to you that please make sure you organize. Nigeria, Nigerians, all over the world and Nigeria, the country of Nigeria, they are saying the fact that Nigeria needs to repent is obvious, and they are thankful that the Lord has now turned his attention to Nigeria, that is the mercy of God, and for your sake, I will speak to the Lord, that the Lord may strengthen you and form you into a group, so that we may bring that nation to repentance, one of you say, that Nigeria should have been leading this revival. And another one says that the way the church in Nigeria has been handling these two prophets, trying to ignore them, can only spell doom. I have read your emails as much as I can read, but there's an avalanche for Nigerians in Nigeria. The Lord will relent. Remember what is important is repentance very church. Not the healthy church. Not the proud church. If you are proud the Lord will humiliate you. You know that with these two prophets the Lord will put you to global shame. That's obvious. The cloud of God will shame you. So for those of you who have written crying to the Lord in an avalanche, a blast, it's a flood of emails. The Lord will hear your voice. There is no respect for repentance. The ministry is called repentance and holiness. When Kenya stop the prize, look what happened in Kenya. Historic in the Bible. The biggest revival in the history of the church ever since the Bible was written. So for those of you who have written, you seem like very senior pastors, some of you. Very, very senior. I bless you. And I encourage you to continue bringing repentance to Nigeria, to clean up the haughtiness and pride, the pride of the flesh, the carnality, that when the nations assemble, Nigeria too may assemble before the Lord. But for Senior Bishop Emmanuel Immanuel Kenoseno, welcome home. The Lord bless you. Welcome, my son. I bless your family. I bless your ministry, that you may prepare for a people unto the Lord, a holy, glorious church. The Lord bless you to the Arabah. So there are the The Messiah is coming. Be holy. For without holiness, nobody will see the Lord.